I come to announce to you there is about to be a resurrection for somebody. When you don't exercise your faith, it will not be strong. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We must continue to be hearing the word of God. This is Get Connected with Bishop Israel Adey Ajala. Hello and welcome to this exciting edition of Get Connected with Bishop Israel Ade Ajala, God's prophet to the nations and the creator of the kindness revolution. Have you ever wondered why your faith seems stuck at times? Today, you will be blessed on the topic of hindrances to your faith. And now here is Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. You know, your faith will never rise above the level of your confession. In other words, when we talk about your confession, we are not talking about your confession of sin or your confession of, of, of your weaknesses, but your faith will never rise above the level of the confession of the word from your mouth, the word of God. If you confess weakness daily, you will experience weakness. If you confess failure, you will experience failure. If you confess sickness, you will experience weakness. The Bible says, out of the mouth, out of the mouth, we are justified. You know, when we boldly make our confession that our diseases uh, were laid on Jesus and that we hold fast to that confession, we bring God onto the scene. We invite God onto the situation. That's why today I want us to look at some hindrances to faith. You know, because sometimes lack of knowledge will hinder us from making a bold confession. And sometimes people will hang around too. You know, last week I was kind of talking and making it sure that you know that, that, you know, it's important you confess the word of God and you go to sit yourself on that teaching that will grow your faith. Many teachings increase your doubt. Yes. You must make sure, or at least, I mean, sometimes in your fear, they pump so much fear into you that, you know, they reduce you to human being living on instinct. And we are not to live by instinct. No, we are created to live by faith not by instinct. So we don't, we don't act on the word of God beyond the knowledge of the word of God we have in ourselves. And the reason many people always confess negative, negative, negative is because they dwell on negative all the time. They, 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 they hang around people who are negative all the time. And so their mind produces negative all the time. Faith grows in our life when we have a better understanding of the word of God. So lack of knowledge of our redemption and our redemptive right is sometimes the reason for our unbelief. 
Unbelief hinders us from walking by faith. So I want to go straight, you know, to what are those things that hinder our faith from growing? You know, you say, you know what? I, I, I've been walk, I, I, I've been reading the Bible. I've been confessing, but still things are not working. Let me tell you hindrance number one, unforgiveness. Unforgiveness. <clears throat> This is the top of the list of what hinders our faith, unforgiveness. Uh, Mark chapter 11, verse 26 is, verse 26, if you do not forgive, neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses. It cannot be as straight, more straightforward. It cannot be more straightforward. If you do not forgive, now, he started from verse 24. He says, therefore, I say to you, <clears throat> whatever things you ask when you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. I want you to look at the order. Whatever things you ask when you pray, the first thing you need to do, believe that you receive them and you will have them. A lot of people want to have them before they believe. The yes. problem with that is that you don't need to believe after you already have it. It's already in your hand. But he said, once you pray, believe that you receive them and you will have them. Then he went on, he says, and whenever you stand praying, if you have anything against anyone, forgive him. I don't know what is difficult in that. Anything, anyone. I underline that in my Bible. If you have anything against anyone, forgive him or her. That your father in heaven may also forgive you your trespasses. But if you do not forgive, <clears throat> neither will your father in heaven forgive your trespasses. So it's, it's, it's easy to stop at verse 34 and begin to say, oh, Whatever things I pray and I believe I receive them. But he went on to say the condition is you must forgive. You must forgive. So based on that, Jesus said you can fail to get answers to your prayer because you have unforgiveness against someone. I said in the church on Sunday, I said the reason I forgive people that offended me is not because of them. Is because of me. Yes. I forgive not because of the offender. I forgive because of me, the offended. I don't want my prayer to be hindered. And that's why I forgive. God will deal with you if you are a sinner. That does not mean that you will go to hell. But it means you are hindering your own prayer. You know? <clears throat> God will not answer prayer of faith if you are not a Christian that forgive quickly. You know, now I know you say, you know, you, you really don't understand. You don't understand what the person did to me. I may not understand what the person did to you, but I understand what unforgiveness will do to you. I may not understand what somebody did to you and you are correct. Bishop, you don't understand. I don't. But I understand one thing. I understand what unforgiveness will do to you. 
I understand that unforgiveness will neutralize your, your prayer life. Mm. It would neutralize your prayer life. You know, so if you have been praying to receive and failing to get what you are praying for, the first area you should check is, who am I harboring grudge against? Mm -hmm. Now, <clears throat> a lot of people will talk about, are you saying somebody that hurt me, I should just pretend as if it didn't hurt? No, unforgiveness does not mean that the person now has access to everything he used to have. Unforgiveness means you are not counting it against them. You are not talking about them or looking for a way to revenge. If they need your help, you are quick to give to them and you are not wishing them evil, which is very difficult to do, especially when somebody hurt you so much. You want to hurt them back. Even in any relationship, People don't even listen to what the other is saying. Somebody say one negative word, the other is thinking another word. You know, I was reminded of a man who was, who, who his wife, the man was having earring problem. So his earring aid battery was already almost gone. So he couldn't hear what his wife said. And they've been kind of arguing a little bit before the battery was running down. So the wife wanted the fight to end. So the wife said, I love you. And the man cannot hear what she said because she, he has any head. I said, what? And the woman said again, honey, I love you. And to which the man said, what? And man, the woman now shouted, honey, I love you. The man replied, I hate you too. Because that's what he thought he had. Because... <laughs> <laughs> but the man was, you know, a lot of people are going around with a hearing aid that is deficient. Yes. They could not hear everybody around them, nor could they hear God. So, interestingly, we respond like that. Mm -hmm. Why did the man ever thought the, man, the, the wife is saying, I hate you? Because they were arguing before and he, was, he has not made up his mind to forgive. So even though the woman was shouting, I love you, honey. I said, what? I love you. I hate you too. You know, uh, so don't let your prayer be hindered. Believe me, unforgiveness hinders prayer. It hinders your faith. Because once you see the person you have not forgiven, something like a butterfly, like an anger will come within you. And the quest, the thirst for revenge will come. You know, the last election actually brought the worst out of Christians in America. It, did. it brought the worst, not the best out of them. You know, in the name of defending Jesus, yes. they forget about forgiveness and love. And now churches are struggling because people have left the church. Mm -hmm. Now they are saying, oh, is the pandemic? No, is the way we treat them. Why is other churches growing where they found love? You can love people, show them love without compromising the integrity of the word of God. Yes. It is not when we begin to bust their head, bust their nose, and allow a politician to, to, to take us the way of the world. That's when we are now very good Christians. You are not a good, in fact, People who do that are new, they are nuisance to the nostrils of, of Christ. Because Christ, what he stands for in everything, 
His love, His forgiveness. Yes. So if you want your faith not to be hindered, you will have to learn how to forgive. You will, learn, you will have to learn how to forgive those who offend you, not because of them, but because of you, that your prayer will not be hindered. Unforgiveness is a bait of Satan that Satan used to bait us and to lure us to his side and lure us away from the life of love and forgiveness which Christ stands for. I'll be right back after this. Bishop, thank you so much for this word of wisdom on hindrances to your faith. I know this is answering the question of why so many people's faith seems to be stuck. Mm -hmm. We'll be back with more of this great word after these announcements. If you are in need of food or you know someone who is in need of food, join us for our free food bank every Thursday from 1 p.m. to 5 p.m. here at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. We are located at 1391 Oswego Street in Aurora, Colorado. For more information, give us a call at 720-859-1737. Join us for our oil change for the month of May. It will be on May 27th, Friday, Join Bishop Israel Ade Ajala and his special guest speaker, Bishop Abiola Idawu, for our oil change at 7 p.m. at Kingdom Connection Christian Center. You can download our app, Ade Ajala Ministries app, on the Google Play and Apple iOS stores. Watch us on YouTube at Ade Ajala Ministries. Please like and subscribe to our channel to receive notifications. Remember to follow us on Instagram at Bishop Ade Ajala and connect with us on Facebook at Bishop Israel Ade Ajala and Kingdom Connection Christian Center. And welcome back to Get Connected. The topic hindrances to your faith. Bishop, you indeed have opened up a plethora of, of wisdom and knowledge for us in the word regarding hindrances to our faith. I know all of us at one time or another have said, you know, I've, I've been trusting God for this, trusting God for that, but it doesn't seem to be happening. And Bishop, you, you, you shared that the lack of knowledge hinders bold confessions and that Bishop, we hear all the time, oh, just follow your instincts, follow your instincts. That's not what we are to do mm -mm. because unbelief hinders us. But Bishop, then you shared about unforgiveness, the biggie. Mm -hmm. That's the elephant in the room. Mm -hmm. Bishop, how does one um, qualify uh, or by saying, Bishop, you don't understand what this person did to me mm -hmm. um, when I was a child or when I was in a vulnerable situation. Mm -hmm. You don't understand how how can I just be expected to just forgive them and they don't suffer any consequences? Mm -hmm. Bishop, what do you share with someone like that who at the same time is trusting God for many things in their life? 
Well, um, I don't want to minimize the pain of the offended. Yes. You know, when something happens to us, uh, it's real mm -hmm. and it could be painful. A, a lady that was molested, it's easier to say forgive. Yes. I understand the pain. But just like I said, forgiveness is not about the offender. Forgiveness is about me, the offended. If I want God to you know, answer my prayer, I must follow God's pattern. If I want my faith to work, I must follow God's pattern. God is able to make all things right. Mm. You see, we either be followers of God or we push God from the throne and we sit on it ourselves. As long as God is the is our Lord, there cannot be no Lord. The answer must always be yes, Lord. When God says, if you don't, I mean, when the scripture says, if you don't forgive, your father in heaven will not forgive you. There is no qualification. Now, look at the life of Jesus. They were hanging him on the cross for the sin he did not commit. People were insulting him, spitting on him, and so on. And then he said, Father, forgive them, for they do not know what they are doing. I'm not saying this is going to be easy to do. That's why you need a lot of the word of God in you, that the spirit of God will quicken. So you can walk in this. You can walk in forgiveness. I mean, in, in, in by your own flesh. You right. can't. It's impossible. Mm -hmm. The flesh want to get another blood. You see, yes. that's why the Bible says the flesh war against the spirit. The spirit war against the flesh. The flesh always wants revenge. But the spirit of God will enable you, will quicken you to be able to realize that this will still end for my good. You know, there was the, it, it was a time that another man by the name Stephen, was being stoned. Mm. And as he looked into heaven, he also pleaded that God should forgive them what they are doing to him. It was only then he looked up and he saw Jesus standing at the right hand of the Father. And he said, I saw the Son of Man standing. What is Jesus doing standing? The fact is that in every passage of the scripture, the Bible always talks about Jesus after resurrection seated at the right hand of the Father. But when Jesus saw Stephen being stoned, Jesus, I believe, had no choice but to stand up mm -hmm. and give his boy a standing ovation. And it was then that Stephen's eyes caught the man, the Jesus Christ standing and giving Stephen a standing ovation. Welcome home. Welcome home, boy. You didn't drop the baton. You finished well. You see, most of the time, many of us, we are only in coma. We didn't die to ourselves. You see, when the Bible says die to yourself, one guy said, uh, I think I'm in coma. And they say, how? He said, because if things happen, I open my eyes. You see, somebody said, yeah, uh, um, the, the Lord wants us to be a living sacrifice. He said, that is so difficult. He said, because when the altar gets hurt, when the altar, this altar gets hot, people jump out of the altar. But if a living sacrifice means, even though it's painful, 
Yes. Even though it's painful, stay there. Ask for grace. Paul said three times I asked God to remove this messenger of Satan that was buffeting me. And he said, each time I asked God, Lord, take it away. God said, get more grace. Get more wow. grace. Get more grace. He said, your story will cause many to come to know the Lord. There was a time in, uh, in Europe, there was this young man during the Soviet era in Albania that one boy was, uh, was being led to be killed because of his faith. And the boy prayed and he was killed eventually. But the death of that boy, after the death of that boy, the Lord listened to the prayer of that boy and Albania opened for the gospel, to the gospel. Listen, we should think eternally. We should not think temporal. When we think temporal, we want to revenge. Who told yeah. you that the person that wronged you go, went scot-free? You don't know. No, you don't. You don't know. The only thing you do know is that it was painful when he did it. A lot of things that some people are going through in their life can be traced to one thing that they have done in the past or their parents have done. He said, I am the Lord who visits iniquity on the children and the children's children, even to the fourth generation of those who do them. Wow. God is a God of forgiveness. He forgives. But forgiveness does not absorb the offender. Yes. He releases the offended. Forgiveness wow. does not absorb the offender. It releases the offended. So if I'm the offended and I decide to forgive, he did not absolve the other person from the guilt, the penalty of it coming from God, mm -hmm. but he frees me from tying my destiny, my emotion, to the person that offended yes. me. Yes. That's what he does. And that's why offense is critical. And that's why the Bible says, take no offense. Because mm -hmm. to be offended is a choice. Wow. To be offended is a choice. What they did to you that you took offense, they did to somebody else and he just, just shrugged it off. Mm -hmm. And to take offense, because to take offense is where unforgiveness comes. You offended me. To take offense, when you take offense, is an indication that you are not solid enough in the word of God. The word of God will make it difficult for you to take offense in the first instance. We take offense all the time. Even people don't greet you where well, you're already of, right. you're offended. I'm offended by that. And, 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 and we are in an environment that mm. promotes people to take offense. Yes. I'm offended by that. Why are you offended? Why can't you just say, that's all this person knows? Yes. Somebody insults you, you took offense, just look at them and say, they don't know me. Right. If they knew me, they would not say that. They don't know me. Mm -hmm. But somebody said, you are stupid, and you two you know, roll your pants up and clench your fist, you want to start fighting. You just confirm what the person said. You see, most of the time, it's lack of understanding of the word of God. When we don't have the word in us, we will have the world in us. Yes. If we don't have the word of God, it is the word of God that we, pre that we program and keep reprogramming our mind 
so that when situation comes from outside, we are already prepared with the word of God. Remember, God only speaks to you through his word. Or, uh, you, you know, so his word is primarily the way he speaks to you. Now, you can say, uh, the Lord spoke to me in my ear, in this. Those are secondary way. The primary way God speaks to us is through his written word. Yes. And if you are into that word, you will definitely know something within you will tell you that that's not the way God will have responded. You don't need to be offended. Just look at them and just let it go. Yeah, it doesn't mean you will not address it. You can still address it with the people without necessarily becoming cantankerous. Now, let me, let me, let me warn you, you will not get to this overnight. Maybe you are right now the type that you are always offended. You can move from happy to very angry within three seconds. Mm -hmm. And there are people like that. Mm -hmm. You need a whole lot of the word of God and worship. Because worship is another way you can calm your nerve when people, you, you step on me, I'm offended. No, just, why don't you just worship the Lord? Yes. Just worship him during that time until your emotion comes down. Because unforgiveness is not in your spirit. Unforgiveness is in your soul. For a born-again Christian, unforgiveness is not in their spirit. It is in their soul. Every time we walk in unforgiveness, we reduce ourselves from a spiritual person to a carnal person. A carnal person. Now, it's easier said, I'm saying it again, yes. for you to be able to stand strong as a believer that does not have a grudge, you need a lot of word of God. You need a lot of worship. You need to keep hearing the word, the word of God over and over and over again until you become what you are hearing, which is forgiveness. I will forgive. I don't care what anybody says. Uh, we will continue on hindrances to faith next week. But before I go, I want to pray with you. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you for my brothers, my sisters, and my friends that are hearing and are watching this program today. I ask for strength. Strength to be able to walk away from things that causes them to be easily offended. And the strength to be able to remember your word that you have forgiven them so much and are called to forgive others. I release that grace over your life till we meet next week. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Thank you for joining us. This has been a presentation of the radio ministry of Bishop Israel Ade Ajala. For more information, contact Bishop Israel Ade Ajala by email at info at kcconline.org or by phone at 720-859-1737.